Welcome to Whoops. 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 Whoops of the week. My whoops, my whoops. Hello and welcome to Whoops. Welcome to Whoops. <laughs> perfect. That was a perfect landing. We stuck it. We went with it. Welcome to Whoops, a podcast about mistakes. I'm Holly Perkins. I'm Mary J. Berger. How's it going, Mary J.? It's good. I'm honestly a little winded, and it's because I have to catch my breath. And, um, sorry, I really did. I got winded because I, like, went really fast from feeding the dogs, <laughs> bending down. Oh, yeah. And then getting to my chair. But I also have ate a lot of toaster strudels, and so it's like... Oh, man, I haven't had a toaster strudel in years but man i use i love those things i'm house sitting for this lady who has like preteens oh yeah and so she has four of them so not only oh my god does she have great food she has it in great quantities oh yes she's like costco hit me up (laughs) i love it honestly i'm gonna have to like like i think i've eaten so much stuff and so many weird things that (laughs) i think i'm gonna have to just replace it yeah, you know, when people are like, oh, yeah, help yourself to whatever. And you're like, I ate the top layer of your wedding cake that was in your freezer. <laughs> you said help myself. <laughs> I had an edible last night. And like, OK, so <laughs> my brother got me this like nerd's rope thing. OK. He didn't specify it came in a bag, like, a paper bag out of his car. Right. So he didn't, like, specify, like, how much to eat. And I knew not to eat the whole thing. Like, I was like, that's big. But I was like, holy shit, like, I ate too much of it. Oh, and yeah. Basically, I'm going to have to go to the store and buy a can of cherry pie filling because I ate cherry <laughs> pie filling. <laughs> And they're going to notice that's gone. And they're going to be like, what did you do? You you absolutely do have to replace that because that is the weirdest thing to be like, did she eat the pie? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to bring on our guest because he's here and he wants to talk. Please welcome a Whoops (laughs) podcast favorite returning for a record setting third time. Please welcome Seth Pomeroy. What's up, America? I will be the one to unite us all, America. Don't worry. I'm here to save the day on a podcast. Uh, Welcome. What's up, free speech? How we doing, free speech? You guys good? We good. Hell yeah. I love free speech. What's up? Um... (laughs) No, Seth's just sitting over there hearing about you eating cherry well, pie filling, well, wanting to get into it. I like I like that of the returning third time. That's because I'm this bitch's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I'm a great guest. Oh, they love look, me out here on Whoops. Look, we love you. Yeah, we love you as a guest. Oh, thank you. Um, it's like our group text in real life. Exactly. Anthropomorphic. Group tech. No, that's Winnie the Pooh. I think I think you're thinking of personification. No, personification. Yeah, I mean, that right? you, you yes. became a person. Yeah, I'm a walking cell phone essentially. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Here on Whoops, we plan ahead. We have guests. We have backup guests. We have people to call on. And you know what? And we have 
Seth, <laughs> Seth comes through when we need him to come through. It's kind of like, because I don't have a podcast right now, I'm like, you know what? This is my podcast. So I just, whenever I want to do my podcast, I let them know. And then I get my podcast going. So welcome you go. to Quarantine Seth, 2020. Set the episodes you're on get 10,000 views. <laughs> 10,000 like 10, views they just pull it up and go nah I won't listen they look at it <laughs> they look at they it they do look at it though they see it and they go this looks nice and they put it away I do that sometimes I don't know anything who does and in I was gonna, I was gonna say about the podcast and then I was like I could stop at anything <laughs> <laughs> Seth is a favorite guest. He has a lot of listens on his episodes. What's up? Where are my followers and at? Where are my goddamn followers? I'm sitting at 805. Check him out. Where the fuck are my followers? What's your, what's I'm at 805. By the time this fucking shit airs, I expect to be at 806. So some motherfucker better follow yeah, me. Yeah, y'all better follow Seth. Where, where can they follow you, Seth? Jumping on, Twitter, on doing that too Instagram, early. Instagram, Twitter, give Instagram. Give them your handles. <laughs> Get up on YouTube. Check That's, out the Ultimate Funny. That look, was a sketch video. Usually thing I did. this is how we end our episodes, but we're starting it off. What's your handle, man? Yeah, well, no, it's called What's Your Mistakes? Getting on fucking social media. That's the biggest oh, mistake we've all made. We're old booking it. We've all made the same mistake, which was believing in, in, in Facebook. <laughs> that was the first fucking mistake we all made. That's the biggest whoops of them yep. all. Um, no, you know how like in old books when they're so boring and dumb because like when they start, they just like put all the details up front. They set the setting. Sure. And so then you're like, yes. fuck, I've got to like learn about everything before I even get to any kind of like something sure. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that like this podcast? Or what we're the- doing when Seth is like, here's my stats. Yeah. yeah, let me set you up. Let you understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> Madison, Tennessee, baby. I was born there. My grandfather, he wrote songs. My daddy played the bass. My mommy, she did drugs. <laughs> now you understand where we coming from. <laughs> so let's get it started on my new podcast. <laughs> Wait, I did. That is a fun fact about Mr. Seth Pomeroy that our listeners may not know. Oh, we're going to bust out my personal shit. No, about your grandfather. I love it. I love it. His grandfather wrote ring of fire which is, i mean he wrote a lot of songs but it's yeah. most famous being ring of fire johnny yeah. cash's do you song. think the son uh, or sorry the grandson of the guy who wrote ring of fire should have 805 followers no <laughs> he should have a lot more so i'm on here tonight trying to get followers what's up america we should start clicking we should start a, a in memoriam account for your grandfather and see if they get more or than 800 for me. followers let's fake my death let's on the you. internet <laughs> let's fake my death on the internet oh my god it'll be a great whoops people would say the nicest things yeah i get money for all my likes i make my i make my dad give me a dollar every time i get a like <laughs> <laughs> it's an agreement we have <laughs> that's how i monetize it i'm like hey dad i got a like <laughs> throw, me a, throw me a dollar he Venmo's it direct give me some money daddy if I can get over 100 likes sometimes I'll use him in a photograph and I'll get 100 likes and then he's like I'll only give you 50 bucks that's why Seth has 35 finstas so that he makes at least $35 every time he posts I don't even know what a finsta is did you hear about that fake insta. finsta I know you did what Wait, no, okay, I'll be honest with you not a Demi Lovato fan so I stay out of her business she has a finsta now I like how she decided it to go by out. Sorry. I only read, well, I only, like, read some of the BuzzFeed, like, title, but. I <laughs> yep, I you, only read you and 98% of, of the world, unfortunately. <laughs> and then I opened it up, and I felt like it was reputable, because I think it said, like, 
and why something. And so I was like, okay. So she has this Finsta, and she just basically, like, trashes, uh, oh, Selena Gomez. That's who it is. She trashes Selena Gomez. Oh. On her fake but Instagram? But it's like, there's videos yes. of it. Yeah. Wow. Why does she have time or energy to do that exactly? Well, as somebody, yeah, as somebody who formerly was a, like, crazy, like, cokehead crazy person it makes sense that she's real petty and loves drama but she created a whole account to where she could fuck with one individual celebrity that she doesn't seem to like very much look as somebody who has had a best friend that we had a falling out and then i was like fuck her forever we did make up but but i i can see how somebody would be like you know what I'm going to devote a lot of time and energy to letting everybody know why I hate See, her. See, this is what... Okay, sure. Somebody sucks. You need to know. Yes, but... Okay, Mary, sure. But if you're a millionaire, why <laughs> yeah. wouldn't you just hire... Like, why wouldn't you just, like, get their mechanic to do a really bad job and pay them an extra $2,000? Like, why wouldn't you just fuck with these people in a real way? You're you a mean millionaire. kill them, Seth? Why fuck with their lives? Make it bad. Are we just are we just going, look, I don't like them. They smell like Cheetos or whatever. Wow. Oh, yeah, you're just. It's, are you're we in eighth just grade? Be funny. Are we in eighth grade? If I'm trying to, if I've got a rival, I'm not creating a fake Instagram, and I'm a millionaire. I'm gonna fuck their whole Seth, world. Up. Yeah, Seth's gonna run a long game and be like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna give them some Nazi money and say they accepted it. I mean, I don't know. I would do some terrible shit. No, Seth's gonna like make a fake. He's going to catfish somebody, trick them into marrying him. And then on the altar, yeah. he's going to be like, jokes on you. I never liked yeah, you. You got to do this shit real world. That's the problem with this internet shit. We got to do a real world, baby. Let's get out here and fuck people over. What is this weird? He smells bad. Here's photographic proof. Uh, who gives a shit? I want to rub shit in the guy's boot so you can smell it everywhere he goes. Why would I tell me what he smells like shit on the internet? Because the deal is, the game is to hurt someone in a long-standing way. If somebody hurts my feelings, that's fucking forever. Like, I have to live, that might as well be solitary confinement. If someone hurts my feelings, I will think about that for at least six months. Okay, but people not just leave Selena Gomez alone, though. Hold on, though. The question is, does it hurt? She has fucking lupus. She had to get a kidney from her friend. Y'all knew way too much about this stupid lady. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) Do you know who your girlfriend is? (laughs) I know she is, and when she starts talking about things like Selena Gomez, I listen like an 80-year-old man listens to a kid talk about... Look, I don't don't talk about Selena Talk about Ninja Turtles. I'm just like, that's cool. An 80-year-old man? An an 80-year-old man humoring a child telling him about (laughs) Captain Planet or whatever. He's like, yeah, that sounds cool. She doesn't know. Didn't care. Uh, Why would you talk about 8-year-old old man you know i hate the movie benjamin button that's right holly was offended what? by it as a 12 i hate the movie benjamin button and when i was in the sixth grade this is what oh, i like we'll bond over that that when i was in the sixth grade i wrote a whole paper maybe yeah maybe it was like 10th grade i don't know i wrote a whole paper about how much i hated benjamin button <laughs> and it was so stupid and i got seth to read it out loud one time yeah and it was insane <laughs> because the best thing about it is holly's like and i stand by that opinion you're like as a fifth grader yeah. your same opinion is the same yeah. as when you were in fifth grade that might yes. be an issue like i liked uh, twizzlers a lot doesn't I mean i like should eat that movie. yes twizzlers are delicious i don't eat them used to Wait, I think it's 
so small. <laughs> I'm like, that's when I liked the movie. I was like, he is so fucking cute. <laughs> I've never when, seen when it. When he's old and tiny. I've never seen yes. it. Yes. No, I'm not into it. I want to see it. It's so weird. It's so, it said, I love you so much, but if you started turning into a baby that I had to take care of, I would not. Is that not what our relationship <laughs> is like? I, you found me confident and secure, and then I slowly became a baby. Is that true? Isn't that a bummer? <laughs> bummer. Isn't that a bummer? That's, that's my podcast catchphrase. Sorry, Mary. That's one of my podcast catchphrases. Like, that's a bummer. That's one of my hilarious catchphrases on this new podcast I do. You guys are great guests on my podcast. Thanks okay, for doing let her speak. No, it's my podcast. <laughs> Mary, you can text me. Uh, and okay, I'll, I'll say like whatever you text. text. See, Seth gets it. These I people want to hear me. Text. Okay, wait. Um, Mary J, what have you been watching lately? Which, which realm? I'm watching... 90 Day. I'm watching all the spinoffs of 90 Day Fiance concurrently. God, there are so many. Concurrently means the same time, right? (laughs) Yes. Nailed it. Okay. I was like, prison. Okay. So, um, I I learned most of my words related to prison, but, (laughs) or any reality show. (laughs) So, I'm watching all the spinoffs of 90 Day Fiance. So, one of them I watch at my friend Ashton's house. One of them I watch where I'm house sitting right now. One of them I watch on my laptop and one of them I watch at my parents' house. Wow. <laughs> You're like Kanye West. That's what Kanye West does. He has like 13 TVs playing at once. You're the Kanye West of national comedy. Well, here's the thing. I That was very fucking rude. And I... Like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> All right. I heard you. Um, <laughs> I can't, but here's the thing. It's because I don't want to, like, find... I don't want to log in, find the show, find where I'm at. Like, it's just... Oh, right. Yeah, so you know it's, like, programmed on certain TVs. Yeah. Right. So it's, like, if I go to my parents' house, I don't have to, like, start over and figure out where I'm at. Right. That makes sense. I've been playing a game while Mm -hmm. I'm watching the show. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes I really tune into the show, and then I get like overwhelmed because I'm like, these people are just not great. No, it is like <laughs> I feel like those anything on TLC to me can feel so like exploitative of how terrible Bad people are. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's the learning that's a channel. hard reality television for me to watch. Yeah, it is the learning channel. They want you I to learn, learn too much. How to be a shithead. It's called a character analysis. They're basically <laughs> Paul Thomas Andersoning it. Oh, but <laughs> are they? <laughs> they are. Reality shows are just like Paul Thomas Anderson, but they're like South Park job. <laughs> yeah okay I man tried to move to Hollywood this. Mary that's money say that shit in a, in a room with some executives you're gonna get a lot of money <laughs> they like that kind of talk I tried to say this the other day the <laughs> and they're like who the fuck was that let's like, get in touch she left her mark yeah, we should make a fake Instagram for her <laughs> no I tried to explain to Seth the other day that the scary island season of 
Real Housewives of New York is the best theater to ever exist in our generation. I did tell him that before I watched Hamilton, but <laughs> like if you acted out that season as a stage play, it would have everything. It would be perfect. Like, did you say Scary Island? Yes. Yeah. Okay, wait. Have you not watched real? real Housewives of New York? I've not watched a lot of it. Okay, well there was one season that fans like myself refer to as Scary Island because that's what one woman said this trip to like Turks and Caicos or whatever was. It was oh. this trip to Scary Island. But this woman like loses her mind on this trip and it is so brilliant. And then when they come home, they all expect her to like get committed because she's literally gone insane. And then she just doesn't, she just doesn't get committed and she just continues being on the show and it's insane. And the whole rest of the season is just so crazy <laughs> no, it's she legit is still so crazy and like will tell people like no, I wasn't being crazy and they're like honey, we watched you throw bu- gummy bears at people. <laughs> like, Dude, she's crazy. I the editors of the show. Oh my god, they are they're the funniest fucks on the planet. They're the <laughs> best editors working in television. When this one like girl is like that's why I like the show so much because they'll like cut to something that's like directly like they'll like take the time to find like one time they said something that was against like oh right I love the pettiness I fucking sometimes I want to be like y'all are being fucking ugly but I will tell you I will tell you this is the equivalent to what you're talking about is the Metallica documentary some kind of monster oh yeah he loves this so it's very similar but this is what's so funny is that with editors in the reality television and stuff like that, you can tell that they're going for the joke in the way they cut it. Like, you can tell that they're like, and there's the laugh. Because right. there's no way they would cut it that way. So this Metallica documentary is so amazing because basically they tried to make this album. Uh, at this point, they're like quadruple multimillionaires. Like, their bass player they got famous with, Jason Newstead, has left the band, their second bass player. And they're looking for a new bass player and they have no ideas. They've all made too much money and they all hate each other. They also got famous when they were like 15. So they have the personalities of 15 year olds. Oh, so God. the whole doc is them just yelling at each other and acting insane. Like there's one scene where Lars Ulrich is at a table and, and, and James Hetfield's like recently sober. And he's like, bro, I can only record from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, and otherwise I want no other band members in the studio. And he's like, what? It's two fucking hours, you asshole. And he's like, those are the only hours that are optimal for my new sober schedule. And he's having his therapist speak for him and stuff. And Lars is just like sitting at the table going, fuck. And then it cuts. And then he's standing up and he's like, fuck. And then it cuts and he's standing right next to James Hetfield and he's in his face and he goes, fuck. Like in his face. Like they cut it down. They jump cut it for a laugh. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to Kurt Hammett, who's the guitar player. And he's sitting on a horse with a cowboy hat on. And he's like, what? I don't understand why we fight so much because we love each other. What? Like, it's so hilarious. You're like, how do they not know this is a comedy? Like, is this they presented the, the film to them. Is, 
is is that where they sing that song that goes, yeah, we did it, did that's it. That's an deleted <laughs> scene, but that's that's incredible. They get that's so While James, I'll tell a story. When James Hetfield's <laughs> about to get sober, he gets sober. So they're like, James can't record. And they're like, well, we spent all this money on a fucking studio. And we have all these tracks that don't work, that aren't finished, that they're arguing yeah, the whole time yeah. they're making music. Like the music, they, the first like 12 songs they make are so horrible that they just have these fragments of songs they don't know what to do anything with. So they're like, what if we got Ja Rule to come in and fucking rap on it? First, they want DMX, but DMX Free is like, Fire Fest, DMX ja is like, fuck this trash i refuse to be involved it's not even a song yeah so they get ja rule and swizz beats involved and they fucking write a rap song on top of metallica's music and it's the worst thing you'll ever hear in your life yeah and it's a deleted scene but like it's literally them going swizz beats and, he, and, and <laughs> ja rule. Goes, just when you thought it was over just, just when, when you, you thought, thought it will stop <laughs> Just when you and he's like, he's like on the highway doing sixty America the greatest. You're like, what the fuck it's is insane. this? But it's the chorus, the chorus is literally, yeah, yeah we, we did it, yeah, we did it. Seriously, that's, it. that's and, all. And, it is. and Lars it's Orch that is that out of tune. Too. And Lars Orch is like, fuck this. Yes, this is. And they're dope. all, like, yeah, it's so they're amazing. all in the studio being like. This is brilliant. This is, this great. is one of the best things we've ever yeah, made. It's so <laughs> awesome. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever see. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Well, you like, got it. Yeah. That that scene is on uh, so YouTube. Though. Oh, that's that yeah. scene. You can look up. You can just search. Well, I yeah, mean, the Jaw Rule thing is a deleted scene. So I guess if you typed in Metallica Jaw Rule, yeah. some kind of yeah. some kind of monster would pop up. But like, this is, so good. I don't. I hate to say this. This I don't know if everybody has this like. I fucking hate to watch YouTube videos unless they're music videos. And even then, they have to be music videos that Vivo has posted. <laughs> you won't buy it as, <laughs> as real until it's Vivo? <laughs> it has to be real because Vivo wouldn't lie to me. You know what's fucked, though, Mary? Lie I, to you. I've edited for some people professionally quite a few music videos that were not good or professional. And yeah. They have a big ass Vivo logo on them when you see them on YouTube. <laughs> So I don't know if that's oh real or not, but um, I, but I don't know how that works. I have no idea about Vivo. I watch videos on YouTube, but like rarely. But if I do, I go into like a two-hour YouTube hole, and it's hard for me to pull myself out of it. Yeah, I'll go like celebrity home tours is a big one. Uh, the hairdresser reacting to people cutting and dyeing their own hair is a favorite. Um, I do not think. I watch like I don't know I don't like if somebody sends me a video I don't watch it I My always sister will be like, oh I rarely like, do yeah at that point I'm like mm, no. if I haven't seen it do I do I want to watch it yeah I always feel so obligated yeah that I watch like the first half and go like okay I guess I get it but then I'm like well I can't say that I'll watch the whole thing and then I watch it all because I'm guilty yeah I feel like uh it's one of my favorite traits about Seth but He's not a very good liar. So if somebody was like, hey, man, what do you think of that video? I could be like, oh, it was great. It was weird. It was really cool. Even if I've never watched it. But Seth would like yeah. never no, do okay. that. Let's do that. Now, give me a response like you would to somebody like what you thought of it. Then I'll tell you what I would say. I'd be like. If you didn't like it. If I did not like it, I'd be like, oh, I thought it was kind of weird. Like I didn't get what what was like. What did you th what did you think about it? And then I'll wait. You would ask that question? Yeah, because then you they'll tell me what cool to think. or something, at least? So you would admit that 
I would pretend. This is what I would say. Yeah, no, I would pretend I'd watched it and then let them give me a response of how they felt. And then I'd be like, oh, now I know how to feel because yeah. you told me. You know what I would say? I would go, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it seemed very specific to you. Uh, I thought like I thought your voice was like clear and like, you know, where you're coming from. Which means I didn't like it at all. I think wow. you might be an okay performer, but I did not enjoy You've watching You've literally this. said that to me before about content that no, I've not. made. What have I said? <laughs> Let me think. Oh, yeah, but that's because when, when it's about, yeah, that's when it's about like the real fucking housewives. I'm like, that's a topic that I know like negative 150 about. So I'm like. I will give him that. I, that's your I, world. During quarantine, I've really, um, the, the, the literal single thing keeping me from having a breakdown every day is that I can watch The Real Housewives of New York on Hulu. Good Lord, help me. <laughs> that's what's fucking uniting it's us all. It's truly the only thing keeping really me going. Down. Because it's just like I get to live in somebody else's stupid world for an hour instead of my own. Yes. I get the light entertainment part of it. Yeah. I watch bullshit. Like, I watch that stupid Too Hot to to Not oh, Fuck yeah. or whatever it is called Too Hot to Not well, Fuck on Netflix. entertainment is like The Office. And that's like my comfort entertainment. Me? Yeah. yeah. See, and I went to the doctor this past week um, for my alopecia. That was a mistake. Whoops. <laughs> go to the doctor? Whoops. No, she was great. I run from the disease and um, just don't look at it. <laughs> no, it was great. But she was like, what are you doing to manage your stress? And I was like, um, I just like watch a lot of Real Housewives. And she said that was great and perfect and a wonderful thing to do. So that's doctor's orders. What kind of doctor was this? How many years? An American medicine doctor. <laughs> she went to Yale. Oh, we all know American medicine doctors are the top of the line. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Over here in America, everything's top of the line. I do think that the Ivy League system is very fucked, but she did go to Yale. So well, respect. I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah, see? Look, I think that's... You're right. That's for, like, throwaway entertainment. It, but when you're reading, like, a fucking... 10 page article about it and, and talking to your friends about it and having a podcast and a YouTube show about it. It's kind of like, yeah, it's not to, light entertainment. I do anymore. listen to two real housewives podcasts. Yeah, every so week. it's not necessarily, I watch fucking too hot to fuck on Netflix and I don't read anything about it. I just let it play. That's different. What is that show? <laughs> I like to call it. It's called too hot, too hot, is too it called hot too to, hot to handle. It's not, it's called too hot to handle. Yeah. But the whole idea is they get these people that are so hot and put them on an island and they're like, how will these people not fuck each other? So I have to call it too hot like, to not see, fuck. See, and this was too much for me. Like, no, he, it ruled. It was great. He had suggested it one night. That and was great. I was like, no, I would never watch that trash garbage You'll TV. You'll love it. I actually, you know what though? And it's he easy told to, me to watch. He watched it on his I, own. I will be for real on this because I don't usually watch crap like this, but it played in the background. But what it actually does is it teaches a lesson to vapid people about maybe you might want to like the person you're fucking and maybe that would make it better. Or maybe you should just randomly fuck strangers if you want, but like, no, that's what you're choosing to do. Seth really needed so, to like, learn that lesson. <laughs> hey, too hot <laughs> not to fuck. That's my Netflix show that it's about. I, people say I'm too hot to fuck, not in public. But, yes. but they do say it. Get on the damn show. And you'll learn a lesson. <laughs> You'll learn a I lesson. Die. I like that it had a lesson. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if somebody thought that we had that problem where they were like, <laughs> these people together, they're too hot to handle. <laughs> I just like my reality TV to have a lesson. And I liked it at the end they go, and now you learn something about fucking. That's nice. I used to do this thing that I think should be a reality TV show. <laughs> Bite your toenails. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. It made me laugh so hard. 
wish I could bite my toenails. <laughs> no, I'm right, just kidding. Like, <laughs> when I decide I need to cut my toenails, if I can't do it right then, I will try to bite it off because it does look me. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I See, love it. I fucking knew it. This is the reality show. Bite your toenails with Mary J. Berger. No, continue. Um, I don't care that people know I'm creepy. I do care. Scary Spice <laughs> bites her toenails. Okay, okay so... <laughs> As we've stated so, before. Oh, the reality show is not about toes. Okay, it's called. Um, <laughs> sorry, it really does. <laughs> it's called. It's because not about toes. I did it. I did it one time at the Gap, and it made me laugh so hard. And it's called um, smoking section. Yeah. <laughs> basically, one time I was at the Gap when I was in high school. <laughs> this story is my favorite. I was at the Gap, and uh, I was going back to the dressing room, and uh, I thought it was funny to ask people, like, if I could smoke in places that you obviously could not smoke. (laughs) (laughs) And so I took a pair of jeans back to the dressing room, and the girl was taking me back, and she was like, what's your name? And I was like, Mary. She was like, Mary, let me know if you need anything. (laughs) And I was like, can I smoke in here? (laughs) And she goes, no. And it just walks off. And it's made me laugh. And laugh and laugh. But no one else did. Mary, I I love it. This is a great show for you. The non-smoking section. That's my reality idea. It's like Impractical Jokers, but it's it's just. Wait a second. It's like Impractical Jokers, but it's (laughs) just you. So it just cuts back to you laughing at the video of you going in the bed and you're like, ah, this chick is crazy. And it just cuts to you going, uh, can I smoke in here? <laughs> that's, that, that's great. Oh a my practical God. Mary. No, we should start this as like a, oh my God. Do you know that this is Mary? You've just thought of the idea that's going to make us go viral. This is Hollywood, Mary. That, no, wait, listen, if we got on tiktok and called it the whoops challenge and had kids on tiktok start doing it in public and then hashtagging it whoops challenge we would become famous god damn you know the tricks why are you can you smoke in here yeah but except for people that use tiktok they are too young to remember smoking sections but that's right but that is such a funny idea and it is so funny like imagine somebody like going into a like a if they just asked anything weird like if they were like um i don't know i can't think of anything right now Go on. yeah no i think the smoking section is great I, mary that's such a good fucking idea <laughs> yeah that's uh, hilarious can i smoke in here <laughs> that's so funny. bam freeze frame and practical jokers presents can i smoke in here i think it's great I think um, Impractical Jokers, those guys are full of shit. I hate funny. Impractical Jokers. I, I think they film the reactions later. they're so fucking funny. They make me do laugh you? so I bet you do. Hard. I can't Lord. stand it. It makes me laugh so I think it, it's sort of like the, the reactions, though. The reactions, though, when they cut to them on the TV, like them watching it, and they're like, oh, he said poop. And just like, I don't buy they oh, shot yeah. that in the moment. It seems to me no. like they shot that after the pressure I was on. I just hate, I don't like uh, tricking people. I like tricking There's this person. show that came on VH1, and I don't know if you remember it, but it used to, it used to be, like, I can't remember what it was called, but basically they, like, secretly filmed people singing in the car. Oh, oh, and, uh, um, oh, yeah. They basically, like, filmed people singing in the car. 
and then like whatever they were doing in their car and it's like I do so many like awful disgusting nasty embarrassing like I've always been worried I'm on that show dude I know oh my God. I was so freaked out by that show when I was a kid for the same reason I was like, oh my God. I would, I would, not, I would be a famous professional singer if they were in my yeah, car. Yeah, they'd be like, this girl's got it. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, wow. Yeah, they're like, Tony did. Braxton got discovered oh, at a gas station. Wow. This girl's this discovered in her car. That's me. Yeah, yeah they'd be like, you're Tony excuse Braxton. me. Fucking just like Tony. Amy Wynette out here. Yeah, they yeah, um, and they'd be like, wow, she has so many boogers and has the best singing voice we've ever heard. And I'll be in the car and I'll also be, I'll be like singing in the car and I'll be so mean to myself while I'm singing. Like, I'll be like, bitch, that was so flat. What the fuck are you doing? Shape it up. Like, I'll, I'm like a teacher to my own style, like a, like a music teacher. Yeah. It's like sometimes I have to work on my voice when I'm rapping. Yeah. Just to make sure I, I get enough, enough in there for when I go, motherfucker, to really feel it. <laughs> Seth and I watched ha- Hamilton <laughs> this week and we're both kind of like, could we write the next great yes, rap musical? Anyone could. <laughs> fucking anyone could. That I'm just joking. Hamilton was really, really great. I did really enjoy it. It was but, incredible. But it is one of those things where you're kind of like, it's a little gimmick based, but it's a good gimmick. I'm just saying we could write rap musicals together is what I think. Well, and the fucking, just like Mary's show, the world is waiting for us. I got 805 wow, followers. Look at all the good content we've gotten from this show I've so got, far. I've got at least 805 <laughs> followers that want to hear what I'm up to. At least 800 people who accidentally followed me want to know. Okay, wait. Do you have any whoops or mistakes that you'd like to share with us, Seth? Uh, I kind of got a pee now. Is that a whoops? <laughs> yeah, you can go pee. No, I'm just kidding. Around. Uh, I'm playing. <laughs> um, no, whoops. No, not really. I mean, I was telling Holly, I was trying to come up with like some to talk about, but it's like everything I can think of is like little kid shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like one time I was at a used record store and my dad was like, whenever you uh, want to buy something, let me know, buddy. And I'll give you $20 and you can buy whatever you want. And I was like, cool. And then, like, I thought someone was my dad but wasn't because I'm a little-ass kid. And I grabbed him by the legs and I said, give me my money! <laughs> and I looked up and it was just some dude. And I was like, oh, no! And I ran. And I ran and hid in the car. And then Dad was like, dude, you can come back in. It's not a big deal. And I was like, I'm never going back in there ever again. Oh, That was a mistake. A oh, you know what? That just spawned, uh, reminded me of another mistake. What? Well, go ahead. Mine's irrelevant, really. Um, what, after you do your other whoop, what is, like, what is your, like, this is going to sound like a dumb question, but I think what you think is really funny. What is, like, your funniest moment as a kid that you can remember that still would make you laugh now, like? Oh, funniest moment. Do you have, like, uh, one that stands out? Yeah. Oh, like, There's just one being that stands goofy? out to me from your stories. For, oh, yeah? I'm trying to think. What? Do you say? I don't know. Is it one that I'm not fucking... You don't love me. Huh? Oh, yes. Oh, this is the greatest story of all time. Oh, and this is a great mistake. Yeah, that's this one is of real my favorite ones. Oh, nailed it. Yeah. This... I, I'm just fucking so, so, so shitting. Oh. Mary J. Berger is fucking making it happen. She's pitching shows. She's fucking teeing me up to kill it. Mary J's in an office right now in an yeah. a eighth eight story uh, a condo and she's looking out the, the window I don't know how it works she's high up in the air she's looking down on the city and the ideas <laughs> you know the ideas just come when you're that high up just looking at the world okay, looking at the world beneath you gives you a lot of ideas okay, okay. Um, is all I'm saying um, so yeah 
So uh, when I was a kid, uh, one time we were leaving a movie or something, and we're all in a car together, and this is my dad and my brother. I'm probably like, like, if it was, I would probably like thir- 12 or 13, based on the year it came out, maybe 14. But, but I'm in the car, and my dad, in a moment of like real sincerity, turns to me and my brother and goes, I love you guys. I love you. And I go, you don't love me. You just love my doggy style. Because <laughs> I had seen that Snoop Dogg video. My dad's like, excuse me? What the fuck did you say? And I'm like, I don't know. I saw it in the video. It was a rap video. And, my dad, and I, I don't know what it means. And my dad was like, never, ever say that to me again. <laughs> and I went, okay. And I was the end of the conversation. But I literally didn't know what it meant. And this moment of like my father who works a lot and it comes from a military. His father was a military man. So my dad, like for my dad to be like, I love you guys. It, I took that sweet moment as a father and went, you don't love me. You just love my doggy style. As like a 12 year old or something. So I feel like I was younger than that. What year did I, doggy style come out with Snoop Dogg? I don't know. Like 96? Yeah. That would make me 14. 14. Yeah. Yeah. I had something similar to that. You didn't know? <laughs> What's that? At 14, oh, you didn't know? No, I didn't know. I didn't know shit. I still don't know. What is doggy style? I wouldn't have. You stick your tongue out? Yeah, sometimes if I'm like, let's do doggy style, he starts barking. I start it's sticking my strange. tongue out. I piss everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I piss everywhere. Mary's living it up doggy style. Yeah. She's surrounded by dogs currently. Seth will be like, let's do it doggy style, and then he just shits on the floor. 93. So I was 11. Okay. And 11 is the year that you start figuring out shit. Okay, so, he was 11. Okay. 11. I had something similar happen to me where one time I was at a restaurant and they had like, um, I, I don't know, I guess you call them like bars, like iron bars between the bar area and the restaurant. So it was like a gate almost looking thing. Does that make sense? Keep them kids out, yeah. And I was looking through them into the bar while we were waiting for a table. And I was with my friends and we were probably like, probably like 11, 11, 12. And I was looking through these bars and the waiter goes, what you doing? And I said, I'm a spy and somebody shagged me. <laughs> oh, damn. She took an awesome hours title and just made it her own. And I had no idea oh. what that meant at all. I just thought like. And he went, cool. <laughs> yeah. I'll get the fuck away from you right now. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on, he kid. Just away. And my friends started laughing and they were such little mean bitches. And they were like, do you know what that means? And oh. I was like. Which in true me fashion, though, I was like, yeah, of course I know what it means. Dude, I just I just realized I have the greatest whoops that I should have been. This is when I always forget. When I was a kid, I heard someone say dildo and I thought it meant dick. So I went around for like years going my dildo like. Being it, like joking around and be like, yeah, he was suck my dildo or whatever, whatever I was saying to other kids. I will take you have some prosthetics. And it's before, yeah, it was before Wikipedia really and Google. So like you couldn't figure out what a dildo was. So one time my brother heard me say it, he pulled me aside and goes, dude, do you understand that a dildo is a fake penis? And I was like, what? And he was like, well, you're just talking about your dildo. Like, it makes it sound like you're using a fake penis privately, you know, for enjoyment. And I'm like, 
Oh, fuck. And so I never said it again. But, like, that doesn't happen these days. Like, that's an old school whoop. Like, oh, yeah. That I, for happen years, now. I said dildo. No one corrected me because we were all 11 or 10. Well, and, didn't like, know. it makes enough sense that you're that like, they were well, like, surely oh. he and knows. And they probably thought it was an adult word, too. And they're like, cool. Now I know other words. Yeah. Like, it's dildo. Oh, my God. When it's not, folks. Uh, <laughs> if you're a child think... listening to this, don't say dildo. <laughs> I think the funniest, my funniest childhood memory is like, <laughs> so, okay, my dad has like, I think we all know about, like, I think I mentioned my dad. My dad is a wonderful dad. He has a horrific, like, temper just in the sense that he pitches, like, epic fits. Like, he doesn't touch you or, like, verbally abuse you. He just, like, like, one time he got mad because he tripped over a shoe and he threw everyone's shoes in the yard. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. That's eccentric. That's some real housewives shit. <laughs> that's like a psychopath. Like one time he tried to fix the bikes and all I can remember is him just sitting cross-legged in the yard with bike parts just askew going, Mary, your father's incompetent. Whoa. And I just was like, shit. But my dad always has this like, if he can't find something, first he immediately assumes everyone stole it. Then when that, he's like, no, that's not reasonable. He's like, who hid it from me? And then <laughs> he's like, oh, okay, maybe nobody hid my glasses or my glass of scotch, but, like, maybe I misplaced them. Yes. So he's pitching this fit, and it's just like he's losing his mind because he wants a box of matches. Mm-hmm. And... He can't find any, so he's, like, he throws all his shirts out of his dresser, and he, like, banging on the walls, and he's going, fuck me, fuck me, and he's, like, pitching this fit, and he finally, he's, like, going through all the drawers, he, like, breaks one, like, pulling it out, he opens the Oh, my God. And inside, he finds a matchbox. And we're like, oh, thank God, he's going to stop yelling. He's found a matchbox. Well, he opens it, and inside of it is just a bunch of tiny shells that my mom had stored in there. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, no! And so he lost his goddamn mind. And, like, it was just the funniest, like, I just remember my mom was like, they were just the perfect size. Like, <laughs> Please, honey, they were the perfect size. <laughs> That's so fucking awesome. <laughs> and my dad is like, he just thinks that his like, search is over. Like he can finally sit down and drink. And then it's like, <laughs> it's just fucking cute ass seashells. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, I love your dad's rules. He's a very thing. specific kind of psychopath. I love the freakouts like that. Because, like, this is, I'm not going to get into the story because this is actually a very depressing story from my childhood that involves my mother and her drug addiction. So I'm not going to get into all that. But at one point, I was so furious and I didn't know what to do that I grabbed this bottle of shaving cream and I just covered her door in shaving cream. <laughs> and then I was like, why did I do that? As soon as I finished, I was like, what was the, what? What was the oh message was I sending then? 
There's a long story of why that was happening. That will have a. There's no reason why I did that, but the door was locked and she was being crazy. Yeah. But my my response to it was like, I'm gonna cover the door in fucking shaving cream. I don't. I <laughs> love that sort of insane. That's such a kid thought. Like breakdown when when my sister and I were little. My mom was anemic and she would pass out sometimes, and. We, when she would pass out, would for some reason get all of the VHS tapes that we owned and bury her in VHS tapes. You guys are crazy people. (laughs) That's insane. And we did it like maybe three times. Like we did it often. And and what did you think you were doing? I think we just thought we were like like, burying her. And you're like burying her. And, like, if my dad was, I have, like, I I genuinely only remember maybe twice, but there are photos of it. So, my dad would, like, take a picture. <laughs> so, if you guys were in the dust bowl and your mother collapsed and you actually had to dig things, you would have just dug a fucking hole and put her in it? I don't know. <laughs> I like, I don't know why. And my poor, sweet, wonderful mother waking up just covered <laughs> In VHS yeah, and she's tapes. like romancing the stone. I don't even know he had Knowing this. that she's <laughs> the one that's probably going to have to put them back. And knowing that like we did not mourn our mother's passing. We just buried her and <laughs> moved along. Yeah, that's what I did. My mother, I buried her in movies. Okay. I... <laughs> I literally really became a filmmaker <laughs> because of my terrible childhood. So yes, in a way I did That's the same true. thing. Yeah, you kind of did bury your I mother did. in videotapes. Isn't it great? What a great, what a great whoops being born. What a great whoops me being born. <laughs> All roads lead back to Sestrama. All roads lead back to 805 followers. Where are my followers? Where's my career, America? Give it to me already. Okay. Sorry. Calm down. What? I forgot what I was gonna. Oh, my friend is doing this like really fucked up thing. I can't even say who it is. Wow. Because that's how you know, and it's not me because you know I'm dying to. I wish this was me that did this. Jeffrey so, Epstein. My friend is Jeffrey Epstein. He has an penis. I watched that documentary two times because the first time I thought I wasn't enraged enough. Anyway, <laughs> that is the greatest thing, Mary. That is fucking brilliant. You should tweet that, goddamn it. That is so funny. I can't. I already said it. Then I can't. You say everything's a commodity. Resell it. So my friend, when she was like eight, her mom had was having a baby like with another man. Well, like her husband, but like she'd remarried. My friend's dad. Yeah, she remarried. Yeah. So my friend is like eight and she's furious, but she doesn't want to tell her mom she's furious about the baby. (laughs) So she starts pulling out all the diapers that her mom has been like stockpiling. Yeah. And she starts peeing in the diapers and shoving them under her mom's bed. Oh my God. I love psychotic behavior. That's amazing. That's like a fucking little Damien child. Yeah. And her mom never said a word. Whoa. What? She just threw them away. They never talked about it. That's maybe fucked her up even more than if her mom had sure. confronted her about it. Like, that's such a fucking power move from a mom to be like, you know what? I just I'm not it. even going to let her get to me. She's such a petty brat. Like, 
It's so nuts. I love that sort of insane reaction to anything where you're like, okay, well then I'm going to put dog food in these tube socks and you know, it's like, well, we're going to do what? Like, yeah, I kids do crazy shit. No, but I think adults do shit too. My mom is like that. My brother, like my brother is yeah, like that. Yeah. Like people are like, oh yeah. The same girl. Mm-hmm. She would not, she wanted to get extra hot fudge halfway through her Sunday at McDonald's. She wanted to get extra hot fudge when we were in high school. And yeah. so she went up to the she went up to the front and she was like, Can you take this in the back and put more hot fudge in it? And he was like, No, I can't take your half eaten Sunday. <laughs> Top it off with fudge. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good lesson to teach a kid. You're like, sorry, you get one one go, my friend. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like, imagine if you, like, took your popcorn back and were like, hey, I ate all the butter topping off. Can you put more on? <laughs> Can you top me off? So she goes, okay. And she comes up to me and she goes, let's go. And she takes a big spoonful of her sundae <gasps> and then just throws it. Oh, my God. Just all over. <gasps> and then just dumps her sundae all over the high chairs. Ooh. Yeah, that mother should have talked to her after she pissed in the diaper. Even as an adult, how do you sleep at night? Like that's yeah. like, oh, I feel like so remember bad. you know, that's like um just relating it back to celebrity culture. Remember Please do. when uh Ariana Grande went to a donut shop and they didn't know who Ooh. she was, so she licked all the donuts. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's that real psycho shit. I yes, love it. it's really true. It's on I video and everything. She just straight up because like she's like yeah. pissed off because they're not, I don't know, treating her like Ariana Grande. Sure. And she's just licks the donuts and they sued her over it. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, you that. want us to know who the yeah. fuck you are? We know you're yeah, yeah. rich and you licked all our like, donuts. I'll shave my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love that kind of insanity. I'll bleach my hair right now. You're like, why? You're like, I'm doing it. I love it. Yeah, I love a, a crazy, petty girl. I did something so bitchy in a Walmart once. Like, it was like, and like with, like last year, it was bad. What did you do? I like went, I was trying to collect my thoughts, sorry. I, story. <laughs> I'm like, which, where, where do I want to start with it? That's why I get overwhelmed. Cause I Have like, at it. Okay, so I lost my phone. Okay. And I was drunk. Yes. I lost my phone and I was drunk. And so it was a Sunday and I was like, shit, the AT&T store is already closed because it was after like six. And I was like, I'm not going to like not have a phone all night. Like, that's insane. I was like in a bad place and just really being very bratty. Yeah. And so I like drove to Walmart like half drunk and then like. I do not drive drunk now, but I was in a bad place. And what if I said that every time? And you're like, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> While you're driving drunk, you're like, I don't drive drunk now. I'm I'm in a bad place. Don't. I don't drive drunk now. now. Right now, I'm not. Specifically no. now. I drive to the Walmart, and I go in, and I see that the, like, AT&T kiosk is closed in there. So it's like, I'm not having a phone for the night. And I don't know why it just was like it was on. It was like the it wasn't that, but it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And so I'm walking out and I'm just crying like out of the Walmart 
And all these, like, old, white, like, Franklin people are looking at me. Because I was in Franklin because I was living in my parents at the time. Mm-hmm. And they're all just looking at me. And I, like, scream. Like, that, like, screechy, like, cry. Oh, man. I was like, I lost my phone, and you don't fucking know what it's like to be me. <laughs> That's great. Walked out of the store, and I was in a dress, which is just worth noting because it's like people were like, she's been somewhere and something has happened. Right. And <laughs> it was the absolute, like, I like thought about it. That was the first thing I thought about when I woke up the next morning. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I did it's something worse. That made me think of uh, one time. Okay, so I was making this movie about this band Silkworm, and uh, their drummer was killed in this terrible car accident. And so that was always kind of what was going on in making this film. That was always kind of a big part of dealing with it was how delicately we're going to deal with the car accident situation. And so, and of course, for me as a 24-year-old making a documentary film, it was a big heavy weight on my shoulders to be like, I better tell this guy's story right because he's not right, alive. Yeah. And it meant a lot to me. They meant a lot to me for a variety of reasons, all that you can find in my movie. But um, so I was going to make this movie about them and I had to get all these scans done. And I had this giant silkworm poster that needed to be scanned. And like the Kinko's guy couldn't fit it on their scanner. And I was like, what do you do here, sir? Don't you scan things? Then how are you telling me that this is unscannable? That you've never had anything this size in this building? And he was like, well, we scan it in quadrants and then we'll join it together in Photoshop or whatever. But that that takes more time and money. And I'm like, how much, motherfucker? I came here to scan this. This man is dead. And I was like, do you know what? It's, this man is dead. Oh, my God. Did do you know what? It, it, like, yeah. And I was like, this is this man's life. You're telling me you can't scan this? And his name was Angel. And I go, some angel you are. No, you didn't. I swear to God. And he looked right at me and went. Come on, dude. Like, like oh my God. Yeah, and then the other terrible. guy was helping me with some like, like smash mouth looking dude. And I was like, this guy, see, he seems nice. He seems nice. Sure. But you got angel in charge and angels telling him no. And so he's telling me no, when it's angel knows the answer is yes. And everyone in the room's like, sir, you oh should my God. leave. And I was like, yeah, you all fucking scan your fucking birthday party invitations. <laughs> this man is dead. And then I took my posters and left. <laughs> And as soon as I got home, I was like, you are a fucking asshole. Wow. And and the guy who died, uh, Michael Dahlquist, would probably think that was funny. Yeah. But I think he also would have been like, hey, dude, you didn't know me. <laughs> shut Calm the down fuck, on Angel, shut man. shut the fuck up in a kinkos. This maybe, man died. Maybe that was some kind of poignant note on the fact that you're talking to an angel. That's true. You or know? maybe it was that and one man. And that's how you treat him. Maybe, yeah. maybe the lesson is never know. one man can't make an a angel. movie by himself without freaking the fuck out is the truth of the matter. I don't think I've ever freaked out on a on a, a salesperson. Well, I mean, like I said, it was connected to a project I was doing that cost me a yeah, lot of money and I a get lot that. of time. It took me six and a half years to make that movie, and I made it completely by myself. So, you know, I was at Wits Inn one for time, a variety of reasons. <laughs> one time this dude at the airport, I don't know what happened because I only heard half of it from my dad, but my dad told the airport employee that he needed to do better. And the airport employee said, I'm doing the best I can. You should be doing the best you can. Ooh, good. good I like that. Good one. I liked it too. I was like, I'm glad. And my dad was like, I respect that. Like he was telling me in a way he was like, 
And he was right. Like, yeah. And he just kissed the man immediately. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Why don't you do your best? And he was like, I think I love this man. <laughs> I think I'm in love this with this man. man. Don't like it is. That's a hell of a, yeah, that's like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. That's nice. like legendary that that guy did. I love it. Iconic. I do too. <laughs> yeah, I. I like, Good job, dude. Look, that guy rules. That's a really great one. Yeah. Uh, the So Seth and I went to. I'm going to come to it. But uh, so Seth and I went to Chattanooga a couple weeks ago and we stayed at an Airbnb. The Noog. And we were like, oh, this place looks good. It's really clean, whatever. And so we stayed at this place and then we got there and Seth hated it. Well, clarify. Seth hated it because the there was very very minimal decor. But what they did have was tacky and awful and very like gaudy and Seth said it reminded him of his deceased mother. Well, it didn't remind me of her. It was exactly how she would have decorated a fucking room. Right. And so it was this like Everything comes back to Seth's trauma. <laughs> yeah. What's up Eater and 5 we... followers? Get on it. We got okay. trauma to share. So it was the thing was though about it was that it was very weird. Like there was, a, there were like a lot of throw pillows and nothing else. Well, it was like three blank rooms with a dresser and like leather <laughs> shit. But they had like these. The thing that killed me and was very mom like were like these leather bound Reader's Digest versions of like Tom Sawyer. Like no one's picking these fucking oh, books yeah. up. Like no one's ever read this edition of this book ever. But for me, it was just like it felt like a. A hospital room like there was nothing on the walls there was no like th- yeah it just felt very much like a hospital and so I like on Airbnb you like have to review it and so I reviewed the Airbnb and I was like it's a great location it's super clean there's not much decor like it's very bare which is kind of strange but overall it's really great having coffee there was super nice the host is very communicative like four stars four out of five and boy, did that piss off the Airbnb lady. Because she's my mom, dog. She she's got not, she's so upset. My mom's like, well, who the fuck do you think you are, bitch? That's, that's how my mom acts. And they have... They were... They have like a... Um, like a space where you can like submit a comment to... Like a, a comment or suggestion privately to the host. And so in that, I was like, we didn't need anything. The whole stay was great. Having a few like napkins or paper towels in the Airbnb would be great for future guests because we didn't have any and it was just kind of weird not to be able to like wipe up and stuff. And so she sent me an email back that was like, I saw your review about sparse decor and your private review about a lack of napkins. She said, Uh I'm saddened by the four stars as this brought my rating down from a 4.95 to a 4.93. Wow. And then she just went off and she was like, it's unfortunate that you mentioned the sparse decor, but it's blatantly obvious in my photos how the home is decorated. Please be more fair in the future when rating. Like, and then I said, so Holly told me. I was like, yeah, that's fair. I just want people to know, like, if you feel weird in a bare space, this is going to feel weird for you. Well, I told Holly, like in text, she told me that. And I said, well, Tell my fake mom I know she didn't mean it to be so bad and I still love her. <laughs> and then she wrote back, 
She said, ha ha, this minimal yet tacky decor freaked out my boyfriend and reminded him of his deceased mother. So four out of five. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, send her that immediately. And just yeah. be like, sorry, it was very specific. <laughs> the problem was very specific. <laughs> but I was like, fine, I'll edit it. But Airbnb was like, no, bitch, you can't edit your review it was at a- all. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, it definitely was one like it, from the pictures you couldn't tell that it was a basically one giant room condo. Yeah, next to like five hundred people in the exact same apartment building, so it made it feel like it was pretty blank. And I she didn't say that she lives in the unit. And I'm just gonna be honest with you: if you Weird. live in the unit that you're renting out, you gotta fucking tell people that yeah. shit. Because how am I not gonna smoke weed in your right? House? That's like how are we gonna? <laughs> we can't commit crimes in your home if we know that you're upstairs. And I hate that shit. I want you to not... The only other Airbnb that I've ever stayed in, they didn't even live in the country. And I was like, perfect. This is exactly what I want. We stayed in some very nice Airbnbs too. So we're spoiled as fuck. We've had some really Yeah, but good you ones. booked those. But even that one, yeah, the guy doesn't yeah, live in the I state. Yeah, because I know I can smell my yeah. mom a mile away. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not booking he this knows. I, bu- I booked this one and this he was like, what is, this just, what is this shrine to my mom? I know what, I know what they'd be doing out here. Wow. This this episode's real mom heavy. Back to my trauma. Let's talk about it. You know, guys, the mistake I made was not forgiving enough. Oh, looks like we're running oh. low on oh. time. It's over? Oh. No, I mean you can talk. No, I about forgive. It. I forgave. <laughs> hey, my forgive, podcast. I my, my mom. I tell you, my new podcast is boring, man. What y'all think, America? You like these two guests I have? Or what should I do with my new podcast? Whoops! Write to me on Twitter. 805 followers. Follow me on there. Do you really have 805 followers? Yeah, I do. I just keep saying the number because it's such an arbitrary Did number you check? that you're like, I don't really know what that means. I don't really know if that means 800 people will give a fuck. Are you talking about Instagram? No, Twitter's Oh, yeah. Twitter. What's Instagram? Instagram, you have a 1,039 followers. Because they're Nashville people because I've been here too fucking long. I know too many goddamn people. None of them actually mm, like that's me. That's true. None of them like me. They don't even know me. <laughs> None of them like me. They don't me. love me. They just love my doggy style. That's I said true. it before. I'll say it's- it again, Dad. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, you do. You have you have eight hundred three followers. Oh, I Ooh, lost sorry. two. Wow, <laughs> we did this podcast. This is even a live podcast. Me and Mary J both unfollowed off. you. Even, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? This is like that movie Knives Out. People really be hating There's a mystery. him. There's a mystery at the end. We both unfollowed. We both unfollowed you. So, well, I'll be fucking goddamn. I quit. I'm done I podcasting. I have. Dude, I have these like AirPods, and if you like tap them, they like stop things. And I guess I was scratching my ear, and I like it. Like I tapped it, and it ended the meeting. And then oh. it unfollowed me immediately. Well, it worked for us. No, we just <laughs> I shared that um, Seth actually doesn't have eight hundred and five followers. He has eight hundred and three. I swear to God, this so. fucking world. Oh, damn it. Don't lie to me. Yeah. I need to get two up on this, dude. I'm great. I literally have 239 Twitter followers. Yeah, but I've been I'm on a, Twitter I'm longer than you. Yeah, that's, you've been alive longer than me. No shit. So this is just residual bullshit from being I've alive. been on Twitter it since doesn't mean anything. April 2016. I'm kidding. I don't actually give a shit at all. I just think it's funny when you watch the number, you're like, I guess that means something, but it doesn't because then you put out things and nobody buys it or cares. Yeah, you have been <laughs> on Twitter for five years longer that's than me. Every single one of my followers, all five of them. Yeah, yeah, we're big fans of followers around here. No, we are I'm, I'm, basically just want everybody to follow us everywhere. You know what I did figure out though that when people like quote what? when people quote a tweet and then they write a little thing on top of it that's like their hilarious joke about like some news story, 
that's just a that's just a ploy to get people who are clicking on those hashtags or those stories and see your hilarious tweet so you can get a favorite. So when someone's like, oh, oh Kanye West billionaire, more like gold digger or something, like that's just to get likes. They don't actually give a fuck at all. So that's part of the static that's destroyed the world is everyone's like, I said the most clever thing about uh, whatever, Donald Trump. It's, it's just all for likes and follows. So it's actually a very insidious, terrible thing. But here on a podcast, I think it's okay to tell the... Whoever many people. Oh that my I'm God, after. Seth. I think it's justified is what I'm saying. I think it's justified, okay? I want attention. Do I not provide enough for you? Currently, you're not even looking in my direction, so yeah. That's true. I wasn't even looking at So him. yeah, I'm set, folks. But I love America, and I love the people, and I'm also running for president 2020. Oh my God. Well, I saw. Uh, I looked. You're gonna run out of stuff. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna run out of time. We have two minutes left. Two minutes. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna wrap it up. All right, Seth. Do you have any other whoops that you'd like to share with us? I can't think of any more, but this is a very productive episode. I feel like we just did group therapy. I'm very proud of. I feel what like happened we here. learned a lot about we, ourselves. We each really went down the path of self discovery. This is a really real <laughs> episode. Yeah, it's very good. That's what I do, folks. I keep it real. Everyone else in the show is fucking fake, especially Carter Glasscock, Chris Crofton. Uh, who else? Uh, a whole bunch of other oh, motherfuckers. Zach Townsend uh, full of in- shit. infamously got Unfunny. farted on by a dog in an episode, and now that. I yeah. saw that couch for sale on the Facebook yard sale. The Damn. couch on which he got farted. All those people were funny. I thought and I you like meant, when you said the dog fart couch at first, I thought you meant the porn like. I, I love that you know that, couch. Mary. Okay, I love here's that you the know thing. that. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I was like, don't buy that couch. <laughs> That's so I funny. tweeted about it and I was like, who's going to say something to me about dog fart porn? But then nobody did. Mary J was thinking it the whole time. Um. Yeah, yeah. Well... Uh, Mary J, where can people find you if they'd like to add to your follower count? <laughs> you can have Mary my 800. On all platforms. I'm at... You don't have 800 followers. No, I don't... Help us grow our followers up to 800. Help us beat Seth Pomeroy in the follower game. I'm yeah. at Holly Perk on Twitter and at Perkalurk on Instagram. You can find the podcast at Whoops Podcast on Instagram and at Whoops Pod on Twitter. I'll be honest, I forget to update the Twitter a lot. Seth? Where can people find you? It's my dumb name, Seth Pomeroy, S-E-T-H-P-O-M-E-R-O-I on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, which is a film. Oh, yeah. We love Letterboxd. Anyways, that's that's where you find me. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This is a great episode. Thanks for joining us, Seth. We'll be back next week. Whoops. (laughs)